the weekly, weekly feed. feed. Music news, January 17th, 2014. You have made it to the future, Sean Cannon. Still, I'm still putting 2013 on all of my uh, yeah. on all my papers. You ever do it even worse though? You ever do like 2003? It's like, nah, where did that come I'm from? not not senile like you. You, you. you were like seven in 2003 though. So that's probably you didn't have checks back then. Nine, nine. I had checks. You had checks. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> did, did we have we had checks in 2003. That's well, that, I mean, that was still a thing. I've I've had uh, I've I've had a checking account since I was five. Is that true? That's actually true. Wow. What are you doing? What are you? Were you buying your Legos on like good faith? I was. I was buying my Lego. Hello, you know s. Uh, get with the program, Kyle. Sure. All right. Uh, actually, no. I I took out a couple of home equity loans uh-huh. to to get the Lego. <laughs> Just one, one big old block. It's nice. All right, let's do some music news because uh, because geez, Justin Bieber's in the news, and we can't not have a show without one of our our our. Uh, our trio, our famed trio, but uh, Bieber caught himself in some trouble this week because his neighbors, uh, somebody th- somebody egged his neighbor's house, and they were like, that Bieber, and they snapped their fingers and, and swished their arm down. Like, Bieber. Is that how that happened? I think it was something like that. But anyways, so yeah, so so they think uh, Bieber egged his house, which I think <laughs> maybe, maybe they just got it wrong. Like Bieber, you know, being seven years old himself, was probably just playing egg toss. And more of a Dennis the Menace, like baseball through the through the window, you mm. know, Mr. Wilson type of thing. Like the egg toss went a bit uh, went a bit sour. You know, I'm not entirely sure that's don't think so. Mm, no, probably not. Especially because uh, you know the cops uh, sort of raided his house and found some uh, illicit substances. So, Ooh, like, uh, like, did he have too many pudding packs? More than he was <laughs> supposed to. I mean, uh, what was? Oh, you know what? It, it was probably some little, little, little dust, little dust, because he had the uh, the sugar pop thingies, the uh, dipping sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he um, he was arrested for uh, in, intent to traffic uh, liquor <laughs> No, but but seriously though, they, no, they, it's for real. Yeah, they were really drugs. Uh, they found drugs. I think they. Uh, I think it was ecstasy and and MDMA. So like party well, drugs. One is an '80s band, and the other one was Madonna. So they found an 80s band and an 80s relic herself hid in wow. uh, Bieber's. I guess uh, kids do appreciate the past. <laughs> How about that? I didn't know. So, so, but but he's he's got a posse, right? He's got a posse that's taking the rap for this or something. Yeah, because yeah. the drugs were found in his house. But this guy, mm-hmm. Lil Za, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm assuming personal pan pizzas. Is, is that Lil Za? Is that what Bieber's nickname for his genital? Uh, maybe, maybe, but the problem is uh, Lil Zaw's real name is Xavier Smith, oh. which would mean that uh, yeah, right. Bieber has a nickname and a, and a proper name for uh, don't you for Lil Zaw. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. No, in ten years, once Bieber has kind of ran his course, you know, uh, and you're that guy, you're Lil Zaw, and you want to be thinking like, I went down, I shaved my legs for this. That's basically what's going to happen, right? Well, I would imagine, too, that uh, because of this, Bieber's going to pay for some nice lawyers for Lil Za, mm-hmm. and he probably just gives it be a slap on the wrist. You think he, so? It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, still, one day this guy's going to regret this. Yeah, today. <laughs> and you know what he's going to do? He's going to snap his finger, switch his arm, and say, Bieber! But anyway, do, did he egg the house? Do we know that yet? Did he? Does anybody know if he actually egged the house? Could, could Bieber go to jail for egging a house? Because I kind of see this... 
as like a, a Al Capone type of deal? Like they couldn't get him for murder, so they got him for tax evasion? Well, the thing is, uh, apparently, allegedly, it's $20,000 worth of damage. With eggs? Yeah, I know. What? I'm not entirely certain how that works. Maybe they were hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> you think you went through the time? Uh, like you know, Bieber in the kitchen? Or maybe he stole some Fabergé eggs and threw those. <laughs> like he stole them from the neighbor's house and then threw them at the house. I'm oh. trying to figure out how else. I don't I don't know. That's beautiful. Uh, but since it's that much, it could be an actual felony. Yeah. So if Bieber is charged, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. It's a felony. I mean, he could pay twenty grand pretty easily. Yeah, probably, but he's not going to do that. He's Justin Bieber. Yeah. Throw him in for the eggs. Then he gets a little tattoo of, a, of an egg under his eye, an <laughs> egg teardrop. Like, how many eggs did you throw, man? Uh, you know, I hope so. Yeah, all right. I hope so. Uh, did you see uh, Springsteen on uh, Fallon? I did. Yeah. I just saw just that because, well, you know, I'm I'm uh, never home to watch late night TV, but I did see yeah. uh, Jimmy Fallon pretending to be Springsteen yeah. and then Springsteen pretending to be Springsteen. Yeah, whole episode once again devoted to Springsteen, and I guess they come out a parody with a, a parody of Born to Run, but dressed up like Born in the USA era Springsteen. You're confusing me. And uh, it was all the the parody was uh, for uh, Chris Christie. Yeah, and his uh, highway toll booth debacle. Why didn't they do highway? Because he, he, he's got the uh, the state trooper song. You know, they could have they could have done better. I don't know if they could have. I yeah. saw it. Okay, it was, so it was, it was still pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, I mean, Chris Christie, humongous Springsteen fan. You can take that joke both ways. Uh, and and of course, Born to Run is like his all time anthem. And now and now, he's the butt of its joke. Well, you know, I'm assuming that Chris Christie was still. Like, oh, oh, he said my name. He said my name. It's not even registered what uh, the level it's about. No, no, no. He also knows that and feels really horrible. But he's chosen to focus on the fact that Springsteen said his name to keep him from hanging himself. Sure. All right. It's a bit of a Ron Burgundy moment Chris Christie was having uh, with the rope around his neck. Yeah, except I don't really know if... Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to make some grotesque fat jokes. Uh, no. So I'm just going to stop right now. I did it already. No, it's I fine. mean, like, uh, you were talking about hanging ourselves here. Oh, and gotcha. Big yeah. and fat. So I'm just going to, you know, not so in, you, indulge. You're going to not say what you've already just said by not saying it. I mean, I didn't necessarily say <laughs> that it's going to be really hard for him to kill himself anyway, because he probably will break the rope. But, um... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, hey, here's real news. Check Ta- this out. Wait, take take that out, Brad. Just uh, don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't want uh, any government officials, uh, you know, coming <laughs> to my house asking me how I had inside knowledge of this stuff. So just uh, leave that. Uh, yeah. On the, on, on the hanging room floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, here's some real news. Uh, so the Oscars have been announced. And uh, real, quote unquote, real news. Real news. Okay, it's the closest I got this week. Uh, but they were announced, and um, and uh, of course we got some musicians that you know they do the songs and everything. Arcade Fire. They scored her, her, her. her. Apparently, this was um, written and recorded the same time as uh, the album, which might you know much account for the album why it's kind of scorish and unlistenable as a set of songs. No, I just assume that you meant that it might tell you why all the music's bad. Yeah, well, but the movie's supposedly good. Yeah, that's not the same, though. As you saying, know what? They could have did a duet with Scarlett Johansson on this latest record and knocked it out of the park Pete Yorn style. Whoa. That would imply that Pete Yorn ever knocked it out of the park. <laughs> You're blowing my mind today, Kyle. I'm not going to lie. I love that little EP. 
Scarjo and uh, Pio. Good for you. Pedio. Good for you. Pito. What would you, what would you uh, do? Uh, Pjorn. I like that. <laughs> anyway, U2 is also up for Ordinary Love. Yeah, uh, and they're going to win, of course. Basically, it's it's the same lineup that was at the uh, Golden Globes for mm-hmm. music. I guess there's only so many songs that's released in film. Just without the and, booze. Right. And th- and that's a shame. Yeah, because Bono's definitely not going to be making out with Amy Poehler or this time he? around. Not on camera. No, okay. He could make out with someone else. Yeah, I guess. I don't I know mean, who it would be. I don't know. Who's the host? Who is the host? I don't even know who's hosting the Oscars. Yeah, me either. It's probably not James Franco this time around. Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are going to be there. Ooh. Yeah, they're going to be there because Paul's up for an award for that really crappy song he did with uh, Nirvana. I'm just going to, you keep talking, I'm going to type and see who's hosting the Oscars. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, so Paul and Ringo, uh, both going to be there. And just coincidentally, the next day they're doing a tribute to the Beatles. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, Ellen. Ellen? That's I guess good. so. I like Ellen. She's a good Oscar host. She could do it. She's awesome. She's yeah. cool. Anyway, it's a Beatles reunion. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, With the yeah. living ones. <laughs> just the living ones are going to reunite. Well, you know, there's going to be a time when a Beatles reunion just means that Ringo Starr shows up somewhere. I think, it, I mean, they can only do it with a little help from my friends as long as Ringo's singing, right? I mean, no, because he'll try to sing all of them because he... F- <laughs> you think about this. Wait, wait, wait. Hearing Ringo sing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to think about this. Uh, the winners write the history. And if Ringo Starr ends up being the only Beatle left, you know that he's going to start trying to, uh, as Roger Clemens would say, misremember the past and hope that everyone else also... Like in 30 years, we'll be talking about Ringo like we would Lennon. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Wait, so we're going to be saying that uh, Ringo was uh, a wife-beating, hateful man who uh, had no actual musical talent, just aped the style of uh, what was popular? Wow. That I'm is... just asking, is that what we're going to be saying about him? I was trying to get to a Chris Christie joke, but it just won't work. I don't no. know that any of those allegations are true. <laughs> oh, they're all true about John Lennon, but maybe not Chris Christie. Oh, that's, I, well, see, I, I've got my rose-colored glasses on for Lennon. But but I like his music. You're a beatles hating. No, I don't hate the feller. Beatles. I'm just saying that those things... Yeah. Are tr- maybe not the uh, unoriginal, untalented part, but uh, definitely the uh, other, b- the bad things. I feel like this is a poor seg considering the year he's had, but Thurston Moore's year just got worse. <laughs> I mean, it went all public of his uh, divorce with uh, Kim Gordon. Of course, you know, she found him cheating on him like a bunch of times. A bunch. A bunch. She found him a bunch. Yeah, and then uh, and then on top of that, so, so Sonic Youth kind of disintegrates from there, and we don't know if we'll ever see Sonic Youth right. again. Uh, Kim Gordon having a really good year. Well, of course. She's got her new record, Body Head, which uh, is getting a lot of critical acclaim. Uh, and and on the you know on the flip side, Thurston, you know, with Chelsea Light Morning and not getting so much critical acclaim. And so as you do in a midlife crisis, uh, you join a black metal band. Well, duh. That's what you Super do. Group. When you're Super Group. In your mid-50s, by the way. He's really that old. He, he's I in know, his it's, 50s. It's crazy, isn't so it? So in your 50s, you join a black metal group, because that's what you do when you're Thurston Moore in a midlife crisis. <laughs> but it must have gone so sour that the band, within months of Thurston Moore joining it, uh, dumped him again. He's got <sighs> dumped twice. Poor Thurston. Well, uh, and I, they broke up. They're like, we, we're not only are we going to not be in a band with you, but we just can't even... Yeah, see, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that they dumped him. I think that they all went, oh, man, we were stupid enough to ask Thurston Moore to be in this band? We don't deserve to be a band. I'm sorry, guys, we're done. But it's crazy because this is like a legitimate uh, metal super group. 
Uh, most people won't know any of the names. I'm not even going to bother mm-hmm. listing them. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're aware of the uh, the metal community, you know that this was kind of a big deal, and they'd put out a couple of records before, and uh, all it took was three minutes with Thurston Moore. Three minutes. Three minutes with Thurston Moore. Next on NPR. Oof. Uh, I say this as a uh, as a uh, lifelong Thurston Moore musical fan, but uh, the personal life probably needs a bit cleaned up at this point. Well, see, that's the thing. That's why that's why I have a little trepidation embracing uh, someone like John Lennon too, because it's uh, you know people try to separate the music from the musician, but when the music comes from the musician, it's very very hard for me to separate. Uh, that from the context in which it was born. But yeah, nobody's like a great person. That's not the point. Some people go out of their way to be really awful people. <laughs> and those are the people that make you go, I don't know about this. You know, like when I listen to uh, Smith's song, I go... Did you just do that? You just get it into the next story. It's funny, because not on purpose, but <laughs> but then it hit me that, oh, yeah, that's actually how this works. I, I, I want to see it happen, because I won't believe it until it happens, but Morrissey signed with Universal Records. Yeah, I bet he did. And uh, So he's going to have a novel, he says. He's, gonna, he's writing a novel, because it's never been done before. Right. And, uh, and then he says, okay, now I've signed with Universal, and I'm going to have a record out by the end of the year. Now, we've got to <laughs> see it happen. Uh, this is the same guy who said uh, he had he'd written a record years ago, but no label wanted it, mm-hmm. which makes me think either A, they just picked it up because his book was successful, or two, on the strength of his name, or three, he wrote a completely different record. I think all three, if I had to guess, <laughs> uh, because there's no way that uh, a record that was horrible, mm-hmm. I mean... That not even like a good little label would pick up. Right. Uh, if it was bad enough that absolutely no one wanted it, yeah. I can't imagine they're going to pick it up and do that. They might say, hey, uh, we'll give you $1,000 to go record another record, please. Uh, just use the money you made from your book advance. We right. don't really care. Uh, at least this way you'll be able to come out of retirement and tour. Uh, I It's it's just such an odd thing because um, I didn't think that he would sign a record deal. Yeah. Again, I mean Universal, no less. I mean, yeah, that, that's 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 big pockets there. That's the that's the thing that shocks me the most, but also makes me realize that yeah, it's just the book. Yeah, the book. People cared to find out that he was a homosexual, and uh, I think that's the phrase he used. Homosexual. Yeah, it's not. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah. You know, at this point, I've almost sort of. I'll never tire of Justin Bieber and Courtney Love's antics. But I, I feel like I'm... I'm all, you've, run, you've run its course on, on Morrissey. Yeah, right? you know, I can still go back and listen to the music sometimes yeah, without yeah. feeling bad. But otherwise, I just... I mean, it's music to make you feel bad, meant to make you feel bad. Well, yeah, in a different way. Yeah, In okay. a different way. It doesn't make me feel guilty listening to it, necessarily. While we're talking about UK musicians, uh, this may be one of my favorite stories of the week. Uh, so one of the dudes from Blur... Which, which Alex one? James. Alex James. Of course. Oh, you know. Yeah, it's it's not Graham or, AJ, uh, or yeah. Damon. It's, no, no. It's one of the other guys. Uh, <laughs> one so, of the other guys. So he's applied for the rights to uh, this name of a cola, uh, a brand of colas that he's looking to put out called Britpop. Britpop, yes. It's called how? Britpop. How has this never been thought of until this point? I mean, kudos to him. So uh, a line of cola named Britpop. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Alex James... Not to be outdone by his uh, more musically successful uh, compadres, is an industrious man. Not only is he launching Brit Pop Cola, or at least uh, considering the launch mm-hmm. of Brit Pop Cola, Brit Pop Cola, is it going to be released in the UK? Because who wants Brit Pop Cola there? 
Although I guess you know uh, we'd have American rock cola here. You know? No, you'd have it would be an import. You'd, you'd import Britpop cola over here the same way that we did with uh, sure, okay, saying that the same way we did with the Kinks or Oasis <laughs> or the Blur. Uh, then again, I guess you know if uh, if the lads still love. Oasis over there, they'll love the Britpop Cola over there. Yeah. My point, though, is that uh, not not only does, is he doing that, he is launching his own line of artisanal cheeses. Is he? So, again, industrious guy. Yeah. Not to be outdone. Most people pair cheese with, like, wine. Well, I'm not sure that he's uh, going to have them in pairing boxes yeah, together. But wouldn't that be something? Uh, it would be something. Here's some fine cheese and uh, soda pop. But it, just in case you're thinking that that's going to be uh, a bit more... Um, it, just, just in case you think it's going to be a classier endeavor, it's not. There's one cheese that's called Blue Monday. <laughs> that's a fact. So, that's nice. Brit Pop Cola, yeah. Blue Monday cheese... Um, I don't know what else to say about this because it's really, really ridiculous. Itself, yeah, itself. Uh, I, I want to wrap it up with uh, a few, um, a few references here. Uh, Triple Lindy, Rodney Dangerfield, back to school. This is what I need to do for Harvard University because Herbie Hancock, the watermelon man himself, is now the professor of poetry. For a six-week course, and one of those courses is like uh, the, the, the magic of Miles Davis or something like that. The Norton Professor of Poetry, just to be clear. What, just to be clear. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. It means that somebody named Norton gave them a bunch of money. Oh, oh I see. All right, yes. Named after someone. The antivirus. Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> anyway. When in Rome. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so this is this is really cool because you know I mean a lot of the big uh, Ivy League colleges they they have a habit uh, of bringing in really awesome people to do to do residency courses. Right, and the thing about this is in the past you know just to show you what kind of company that Herbie mm-hmm. Hancock is in, uh, T. S. Eliot, All Robert right. Frost, Leonard Bernstein. Those are folks that have held this position in the past. That's the dude from the REM song. I heard him. I know him. That's the bears. It's the bear guy. The bear guy. The bear guy from the REM. Yeah, song. Berenstein Bears. No, but having uh, having Herbie Hancock kind of teach you anything. Having Her- Herbie Hancock teach you about Miles Davis because you know he was there. He did it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, do you think they'll do an online course like? Oh, why won't why won't the University of Phoenix start getting some of these people? I can get behind that. <laughs> well, if the University of Phoenix did that, it would be a slightly different class of of, uh, of musician. I mean, that's when we would have Courtney Love teaching yeah. courses. That'd be fun. You know what? Come to think of it, let's let's uh, get on that petition for this one. Courtney Love teaching a uh, Phoenix University of Phoenix course. Just waiting for Thurston Moore's learning annex course on uh, marriage. <laughs> marriage is like marriage. Marriage is like uh, eating an orange. Go on. Uh, if if I wanted to go learn how to eat an orange, I'd go to eating an orange class. Well, that's, that's Simpsons reference. All right, and that's just where cut we're that out. Up. Just cut the whole thing out. Just get rid of that, Brad. Even in the full thing. Taking my ball and going home. Sean Cannon, thanks so much. See you uh, some other time. I don't know. Maybe feed. feed.